If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Janine, host of the Olive Magazine podcast. You are listening to episode four of a special series of five podcasts we've put together to help our listeners during this lockdown period. In this episode, travel editor Rihanna catches up with digital writer Ellie to share practical travel advice and inspiration, including what to do if you already have trips booked, how you can help and support small foodie travel business, and how to get your travel hit virtually. So hi everybody, Uh, I'm here today with Rhiannon and we're going to be talking a bit about travel. So it seems a bit of a weird time to be doing this Um, and I think it's good just to reassure people and tell them what they can still access and stuff. So what do you do if you've got a trip booked already? Well obviously we're following government advice and not encouraging anyone to do any non-essential travel at the moment. Um, If you have got a trip booked and aren't sure what to do I'd recommend going to the ABTA website. That's a UK travel trade association of um, travel agents and tour operators. And it has some really useful information for people who have booked trips. Um, Many airlines and travel agents and tour operators have put in place flexible policies so that you can reschedule. um, And I think hospitality businesses really need our help more than ever at the moment. So they're calling on holidaymakers to rebook for a later date rather than cancel if possible. It's not always possible. Uh, if you're keen to do that, just make sure that your any holiday that you book, a, a package holiday particularly, is at all protected. ATOL, Air Travel Organisers Licensing Scheme. And this means you won't lose your money if your travel company collapses. Um, most people know this, but it's always good policy to book with a credit card for added protection through the Consumer Credit Act. And make sure, of course, that you've got um, appropriate travel insurance and definitely check the small print there. Um, make sure there are no exclusions for claims relating to coronavirus specifically uh, and ensure that the policy covers you for travel disruption and business failures. The crucial thing about this is that it needs to be in place at the time that you book, not just between then and the time you travel. Um, And finally, of course, when things do start opening up again and you're ready to start planning a trip, check the Foreign and Commonwealth Office website for updates on travel advice to uh, or for individual countries. So I think that's really good and that's some real practical tips that people can uh, take from that. In the meantime, for us, it's all about armchair travel and virtual vacations, really. So... I know the situation is so serious and many readers weren't sure about whether to continue with travel features and social media posts and how we approach our travel content. But 
people have been really enjoying that escapism we're giving them and responding well to that. And so we've really enjoyed that feedback and people are going through all our archives and enjoying more of the longer reads. So our on the road, our movers, bakers and shakers, and really just taking time to take in that content and enjoy it really. Yes, I think people are definitely keen to get their travel hit virtually at the moment, uh, as well as enjoying armchair travel from home with those destination features on our website. We've also just uploaded a roundup of some of the best virtual travel experiences for foodies that we've come across in the wider online community um, if you want to transport yourself somewhere. Um, one is a really lovely video from the Japanese tourist office about the AMA, who are women who freedive for sea urchins. And it's very dreamy and atmospheric. Another is a lovely atmospheric short film about an artisan cheesemaker in the French Alps. And you can, you know, you can hear the jangling cowbells and almost feel the flowers in the hay meadows. And it really conjures up a sense of place um and if you're like me you'll end up then ordering some delicious online cheese <laughs> i mean that sounds like a great thing to be doing really and i think definitely social media has kind of really come into its own with all those those videos and the life stories that people are doing and it's become quite a positive place which i think is really lovely um people have been saying that the travel industry is going to change after covid19 and partly because we are able to experience these experiences remotely will we go back to traveling like we used to and as frequently as we used to do you think I think that's a really interesting area because obviously in some ways there's a real positive impact on the environment with planes being grounded and no one really driving anywhere um, and that's really inspiring and encouraging and it'd be great if we changed our ways in our travel ways in in those positive areas but although I think travel can seem like a frilly thing to be thinking about at a time like this, there are some really serious consequences of the downturn in travel that mean that I really hope the travel industry does get back on its feet, or hopefully in a slightly more woke way. Um, but so many economies are dependent on tourism and they're really going to need our support. I think we often think about travel as big corporate businesses, but there are so many small, independently owned, family owned hospitality businesses the kind of places that we tend to focus on, especially in Olive. And those are really reliant on income from tourism, whether that's a small B&B or a restaurant or a cafe, right down to, say, the tour guides who, you know, in some places may maybe support a whole extended family on one salary. And the impact is vast. And every day I seem to see stories that show that impact in another new way that I hadn't thought of. I, I read an article recently by the travel writer Chris Haslam about um, the effects of the downturn in tourism on the safari industry, because if people cancel these safaris rather than rebooking, the camps and lodges can't stay open, and they can't employ local people as guides and rangers and cooks and everything else that they do and it means that there's a very real risk that with no other source of income those people might turn to poaching um, threatening decades of conservation work so what I would say is that I think there's also been a really lovely swing towards kindness and support within the travel industry as there has been across the the restaurant industry too and I hope that that stays with it when the lockdown is over um, it's also worth saying I think that the lockdown has made it very clear how fortunate we are those of us who can and do travel there are many people who can't travel because of health reasons or financial reasons and this has given the rest of us a glimpse of what life is like for those people and I think one of the ways I'd hope to see changes in the travel industry is by 
companies and businesses responding to that awareness by, say, making sure that they really try to open their doors for a wider range of clients and really make an effort to make their businesses accessible and that kind of thing. Yeah, so I think support hospitality businesses and families who depend on them when it's safe to do so and making those informed choices and spending your money carefully, really, just making people think a bit more carefully. And in the meantime, I guess, sit back and dream via some armchair escapism. Absolutely. And, you know, we all need a bit of light relief in these times as well. And travel is a fantastic, virtual travel is a fantastic way to do that. Um And I think I'm fairly sure this episode is going out in the Easter holidays. So for all those families who had planned trips but are now at home, um, I think there are some really fun ways I've seen to conjure up those holiday vibes at home. Obviously, not everyone working around children will have time to do any of them. But um, one that I really like is... Uh, a hashtag campaign by it's a, I think it's between the Scout Association and Cool Camping and the hashtag is the virtual campsite and so whether you've you know even if you're in a small flat you might um string up a den so you feel like you're camping or we are really lucky here we've got a garden so we're going to do a fire pit and toast some marshmallows um and it's just and and there are some really funny people who've gone on and set up like a wild swim in their bathtub by putting (laughs) cold icy water and strewing some (laughs) leaves in it (laughs) you know you can take this as far as you'd like to yeah um but I also you know I was talking to our boys and we were thinking about some of the lovely trips that we've been lucky to have and I asked them and, and you know some of their memories are foodie every so many people's most pronounced holiday memories are foodie and that's something we can do here so one of them was talking about um a hotel that we went to last year where he, he couldn't believe his luck because he got given an amazing different fruit smoothie at breakfast every day oh. <laughs> so we thought well look let's make some let's make some smoothies here you know yeah. so that i think that's the thing simple really isn't it yeah, yeah exactly and actually we are talking olive i think we're going to put together a list of some really nice holiday dishes and drinks that you can make from home if you're missing your travel hit um and then I would just say one final thing really is, you know, be be kind, I think, at this moment, which um it's so nice to see lots of people doing this anyway. If you if you have a favorite hotel or restaurant or um a food business that you always get your cheese from or your veg or your flour or whatever, then this is the time to drop them a note telling them how much you're missing them, um buying them from them if you can, um, reminding them of all the things you love about them and reassuring them that you'll be back when it's safe to travel again and they open their doors. I think that's wonderful. And yeah, that's the take home message is enjoy these beautiful travel features from your armchair and be kind. Thank you, Leonard. <laughs> Bye, Ellie. You've been listening to a special lockdown episode of the Olive Magazine podcast. Our regular weekly podcast returns on Friday, April 17th. So do listen out for that. In the meantime, you can find loads of brilliant recipes and helpful advice at our website, olivemagazine.com. And if you're finding it difficult to get your monthly mag, why not become a temporary subscriber? You'll get the next three copies of Olive Magazine delivered to your door for a single payment of £12.50, saving 15% off the usual shop price and with free delivery. There's no obligation to continue after the three months either. To take advantage, go to buysubscriptions.com forward slash allpod3. That's O-L-P-O-D-3.